I'm trying to think of what it sounds like. <laughs> it sounds like if the X Files song was at a disco. <laughs> That's what I was going for. How do you know? <laughs> uh, okay. So, hello, and welcome to Wicked Creepy. This is a brand new podcast. Um, my name is Selena, and I'm joined by my wonderful boyfriend, Jacob. That's me. Yeah, Jacob is slightly here against his will. This is mainly... Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. It's not like I'm tethered to the table. Like, Well, that's why this is an audio-only podcast, because I didn't want them to see uh, that part. But yeah, anyway. Oh. <laughs> that's not supposed to be a secret. <laughs> yeah, shh, don't tell. So this is going to be a podcast where we talk about all things creepy, spooky, paranormal, supernatural related, so urban legends, true crime those sort of general topics. And starting off on this first episode, I kind of like toyed with the idea of doing like an introduction, get to know us, like what our interests are, but yeah. Do they need to know us? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I didn't think that would be as interesting and also like just from talking, I'm sure that'll happen. So yeah. today's topic instead is going to be Mothman. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like an odd superhero, but so Mothman, I I had like a long time fascination with for some weird reason. I was talking about this earlier. I'm not really mm-hmm. into monsters and stuff. Like I'm more of a ghost girl, but yeah, the Mothman is some weird hybrid of the two. Well, well, that's the thing. We don't really know. You're gonna find out more about Jacob's Jacob's uh, pool of knowledge about the Mothman is going to be expanded. Yeah, the experts, Lena, yeah. and the skeptic well, me. Yeah, I was going to say, the first time I heard about it was on the show Mystery Hunters, which I don't think you ever saw, right? Which is really sad, because it was like my favorite no. show. It was on Discovery Kids, so it was like this random channel that not everyone had, but it was really good. I remember Discovery Kids for Jungle Run and... Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. And those types of shows. Well, Mystery Hunters was also on there. Or was, was it on YTV? Was Michelle Trachtenberg? No, that was Popular Mechanics No, 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 no. 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 Michelle Trachtenberg is... The like, no, I know who she is. She was a nice princess and gossip girl, <laughs> yeah. So, you're thinking of Alicia Cuthbert, no, but popular mechanics, no, because she was the main girl with the other blonde kid, but also Jay Baruchel was on popular Jay mechanics. Jay Baruchel was the other kid with Alicia oh. Cuthbert. Oh, I thought there was like another is. blonde kid, mm, maybe. Okay, this week on popular mechanics for kids, <laughs> popular mechanics for kids cast our new podcast yeah. about popular mechanics for kids. <laughs> Yeah, tangent there. Yeah, so I heard about it on Mystery Hunters, and then in grade four, I randomly did a presentation on it. I don't know why. It's probably like a project about... The Mothman spoke to her. I wish. He needed a story told. (laughs) I wish. And yeah, ever since then, I've just like been really into it. I don't know why. (laughs) So that's why we're starting off with that, and I have, as I said, prepared a lot of notes. Well, I'm not going to show you how many, because then you might not agree to do this anymore. <laughs> and also the audience can't see them. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll just get into it. Well, okay, first, before I do, tell me, like, the gist of what you know about it so far, or what your idea is. What I know of the Mothman. Because <laughs> we watched the movie. <laughs> we watched the movie which with Richard Gere and what's her name? <laughs> oh my god, it was Richard Gere. And oh it wasn't very entertaining because no. we just stopped watching halfway through. Yeah, I think we were on our phones most of it. <laughs> yeah. But what I know of the supposed Mothman is apparently he foretells great doom and only appears in certain rural parts of the U.S. 
and supposedly can stop time or <laughs> manipulate time to Wait, some what? effect. <laughs> Is that in the movie? That was mostly in the movie. I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, he's like a messenger or the cause of the destruction that he foretells. That's okay. all I know. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely like a big part of it, the theories around him. But why is he called the Moth Man? Well, does he I... have big red eyes? Does he love lamps? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't come across that in my research, but maybe he does have allegedly red glowing eyes. That was in a lot of the eyewitness accounts. So, okay, yeah. So you have like a general idea. So people see red glowing eyes, and the first thing they think is <laughs> moth. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Like moths don't. That's not red eyes, Typically. I'd assume demon or weird cat, but no, people Rabbit. think moth. <laughs> well, there's more to it, so I'll just get into it. Okay, so this is mostly taken from prairieghost.com, so a little plug for them, not sponsored. <laughs> so yet. late, yet, yeah, please sponsor us, prairieghost.com, that'd be great. It was a pretty cool website. I only looked at the Mothman page, but it was pretty thorough, so. Check it out today. Would recommend. <laughs> So, late in the evening of November 15th, 1966, two young married couples had a very strange encounter as they drove past an abandoned TNT plant near Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Side note, I love that this takes place in a place called Point Pleasant. It's just like, it, it tickles me. I'm pretty sure that was where the movie was set. Yeah. For the first part. Yeah, because that's the most where. Well, it's pretty much like the only. Sighting ish. Or... Yeah. So, the couple spotted two large eyes probably red, that were attached to something that was, quote, shaped like a man but bigger, maybe six or seven feet tall, and it had big wings folded against its back, unquote. When the creature moved towards the plant door, the couples panicked and sped away. Moments later, they saw the same creature on a hillside near the road. It spread its wings and rose into the air, following with their car, which by now was traveling at over 100 miles per hour. So that was like the first sighting of just these random teens. While they were at like a makeout spot well, <laughs> or something. Cars have lights. Moths are attracted to lights. But <laughs> they saw wing. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Checks out so far. <laughs> Another sighting had more bizarre results. However, at 10:30 on that same evening, Newell 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 Partridge, a local building contractor who lived in Salem, about 90 miles from Point Pleasant. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that actually. That there was Salem sightings too that's kind of cool hmm. um he was watching tv when the screen suddenly went dark he stated that's that what happens in the usual yeah scenario. <laughs> nothing good happens if your tv goes dark and fills up with the what's what's that called the, yeah the static pattern uh so that happened and then he heard a loud whining sound from outside that raised in pitch and then seized quote it sounded like a generator winding up unquote he later stated partridge's dog bandit began to howl on the, out on the front porch and newell went out to see what was going on <laughs> they swapped between partridge and newell like it's not very consistent but mm. anyway ignore that thanks prairie ghost <laughs> yeah i'm taking my plug back when he walked outside he saw bandit facing the hay barn i wish it said what kind of dog bandit was because is it really relevant to the story no but i just want to know it's a dog it's cute he was bandit he had like a black strip and around his eyes maybe. and he was white <laughs> maybe he was a beagle well it's his hunting dog so maybe like Probably a, a basset hound. yeah anyways we'll go with that. anyways moving on <laughs> we walked outside. Dog watch. <laughs> uh did i read this yet he walked outside he saw a bandit facing the hay barn about 150 yards from the house puzzled he, partridge turned a flashlight in that direction and spotted Two red circles that looked like eyes or bicycle reflectors. 
Bandit, an experienced hunting dog and protective of his territory, shot off across the yard in pursuit of the glowing eyes. And then I guess Partridge was like trying to yell for him to come back, but he didn't, so then he just went inside. And then the next morning, he realized that Bandit had disappeared and the dog had still not shown up two days later when Partridge read in the newspaper about the sightings in Point Pleasant that had happened that same night. And it says that he read a statement that particularly chilled him to the bone, which was that a man named Roger Roger Scarberry, one member of the group who spotted the strange bird. Oh, so one of the teens from the first strange sighting. Bird? bird, in quotes. Because <laughs> they still, at this time, oh. he's not known as the Mothman yet. They're just like, bird creature guy. We don't know. This guy said that as they entered the city limits of Point Pleasant, they saw the body of a large dog lying on the side of the road. That's really sad. Either it was a coincidence or the Mothman got bandit. In which case, I don't I like it. I say coincidence because why would <laughs> he be docile for the most part and then kill a random dog? Yeah, well, maybe that's just like maybe, the maybe dog he was, was just, just following hungry. him because if he's by the side of the road, maybe we just got hit by a, a car when he yeah. was chasing the Mothman. Yeah, so that part's kind of like. Yeah, could just be coincidence. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Oh, okay. Because then it says, a few minutes later on the way back out of town, the dog was gone. So maybe the dog did just get hit by a car or something, but then the mothman took him. Why would a moth eat a dog? <laughs> he's not a national moth. He's not. <laughs> I don't know what he is. He's just some, he's a cryptid, a creature. Maybe it was a giant bird, like a, a condor or something. Well, yeah, we'll get into that later about what the theories are. Anyway, so the teens stopped to look for the body of the dog, knowing that they had just passed it a few minutes before. Newell Partridge, of course, immediately thought of Bandit, who was never seen again. R.I.P. Bandit. Then on November 16th, so this is the next day, uh, a press conference was held in the county courthouse, and the couples from the TNT plant sighting repeated their story. Deputy Halstead, who had known the couples all their lives, took them very seriously. After this, the press began to dub the odd flying creature as Mothman after a character from the popular Batman television series. Later that day, the Thomas family, who lived in the region near the TNT plant, reported a funny red light in the sky that moved. It wasn't an airplane, said Mrs. Marcella Bennett, a friend of the Thomas family, but we couldn't figure out what it was. She drove to the Thomas house a few minutes later and got out of the car with her baby. Suddenly, a figure stirred near the automobile. It seemed as though it had been lying down, she later recalled. It rose up slowly from the ground, a big gray thing, bigger than a man with terrible glowing eyes. Mrs. Bennett was so horrified that she dropped her little girl. <laughs> wow. Uh, she quickly recovered, picked up her child, and ran to the house. <laughs> For nearly a year, then, strange happenings continued in the area. Researchers, investigators, and monster hunters descended on the area, but none so famous as author John Keel, who has written extensively about Mothman and other unexplained anomalies. I'm kind of imagining the girl with the baby. She's dropping the baby, running like 100 feet. Wait, oh, crap, God, running back. You can swim. The monster has okay. not moved, like a very Scooby-Doo-ish. <laughs> with the Just twirling like legs and his... the sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Weird thing about this is that around this time, there were also a lot of like UFO and men in black sightings in the area. I was going to say when they said, it's not a plane, it's not a bird, it's not Superman. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. it could be more yeah. UFO intertwined. There were a lot of sightings and also, I didn't include this because like, this could be like multiple episodes. There's so much stuff that happened that it was just too much to go into. So I left out all this stuff, but there was like a lot of encounters that people had with men in black. Where, Which sparked the movie series, probably. Yeah, I think I think so. Where it was just, like, people were reporting, like, getting stopped by cars on the side of the road and, like, these mysterious men in, like, black asking them questions but seeming, like, really something off about them. So, yeah, that's interesting, too. I will 
maybe maybe on a later episode go more go more into it mm-hmm. but yeah have i'm not have a minute black episode yeah maybe because yeah i'm not as familiar with it but anyway so keel this author guy became the major chronicle chronicler of the mothman case and wrote that at least a hundred people personally witnessed the creature between november 1966 and november 1967 According to their reports, the creature stood between five and seven feet tall, was wider than a man, and shuffled on human-like legs. Its eyes were set near the top of its shoulders, and it had bat-like wings that glided rather than flapped when it flew. Strangely, though, it was able to ascend straight up like a helicopter. Witnesses also described its murky skin as either gray or brown, and it emitted a humming sound when it flew. The Mothman was apparently incapable of speech and gave off a screeching sound. That I'm curious about. Like, did people try talking to it? <laughs> You're like, hey, what's going on? And he was just like, Arr! hey, why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, Mrs. Again, maybe it was a bird. <laughs> just screeching. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Bennett stated that it sounded like a woman screaming. Cougars sound like that when... <laughs> In the middle yeah. of the night, if you ever come across that and hear like a blood curdling scream, foxes too apparently. Yeah, sound it's really more than like... likely a cougar. Yeah, but it was flying. A flying cougar, could be an undiscovered species. Yeah. No, strike that. <laughs> <laughs> At around 5 p.m. on December 15th, 1967. Oh, okay. So yeah, here is where the story sort of ends. Um, So, on December 15th, 1967, the 700-foot bridge linking Point Pleasant to Ohio suddenly collapsed when filled with rush hour traffic. Dozens of vehicles plunged into the dark waters of the Ohio River, and 46 people were killed. On that same tragic night, the James Lilly family, who still lived near the TNT plant at that time, counted more than 12 eerie lights that flashed above their home and vanished into the forest. And then after that, there were no more sightings. The only sightings happened in that one year span. Leading up, up to the, the bridge, bridge collapse. collapse, yeah. And then there was no more. This is the most anticlimactic ghost story <laughs> I ever heard. Well, well, so that gets into the thing, the theory that a lot of people who like believe in it, like you were saying earlier, what you your understanding was, is that mm-hmm. he's like an, a harbing, harbinger? Is that how you Harbinger. Saying? Harbinger of death. So people think that he was like trying to warn them. Or some people think that maybe it caused it. But then how come he hasn't been cited for any, you know, yeah, actually major th- yeah, disasters? Yeah, that's the part I don't get. And also, like, he didn't, no offense to the Mothman, but he didn't do a very good job of warning them. Like, no. he wasn't very clear. He Ascending like... straight up and going, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we're like, supposed to, somehow to interpret that as a bridge is going to collapse Yeah, at day. least do it, like, by the bridge, not by the random TNT plant. I know he couldn't talk, Scaring but he could have been like, don't go here, like, crossing his arms. Like Mothman charades? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That would have been a lot more helpful. <laughs> so I don't know what the deal with the TNT plant was, if like people think that's where he was born or Maybe something. Maybe it was yeah. a very bad PR stunt by the TNT <laughs> that people just misinterpreted. That would be pretty elaborate of them, but... Yeah, blowing up yeah. a bridge is pretty elaborate. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And then the other weird thing, this is a little more like, a little less... I guess actually Feasible. this no I was uh, I was trying to say like this is something that I think was more like per- perpetuated by the movie but apparently there were also reports of a flying humanoid creature seen flying over Chernobyl before the nuclear disaster in 1986 so that's another like tragic event that people saw him before mm. and then afterwards never again but, but yeah. Going appara- forward, people's eyesight were horribly impaired. They could never, never <laughs> yeah, see Yeah, it was a lot better in the 
late 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, when I was researching, I hadn't heard about this before, but I got really excited. Apparently, there have been sightings in Chicago in 2017 and 2018. So I don't know if anything tragic has happened in more Chicago. than just saying, yeah, I saw him. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't I didn't <laughs> read the articles fully because I already had, like... Shows a picture of a red-eyed mothman. Yeah, I saw him. He, he just went straight up into the sky there. <laughs> like a helicopter. Is that how people in Chicago say No. <laughs> Trying to sound like hick, but... I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe he's back. Like I said, yeah, I don't. I can't think of anything that's happened in Chicago. Mothman's back. He would have... Tell a friend. <laughs> Will the real Mothman please stand up? Mm-hmm. Stand up. <laughs> Go straight up into the air. I was dancing. You yeah. couldn't see that. <laughs> so yeah, that's those. That's basically everything. And then, so getting into the theories, we talked about Harbinger of Death. Like we were speculating, a lot of people, like skeptics, thought that he was a sandhill crane, which is, I guess, a kind of big bird. Um, I didn't think sandhill cranes were... Well, yeah, people yeah, yeah. described him being wider than a human. Yeah. Like the cranes are, like, tall and lanky. Yeah, maybe they just have, like, a massive wingspan. That's why I, I said condor, because condors are, like, bulky and huge Are they huge tall, wingspan. Condors are, like, bigger than humans. They've, oh, jeez. Like, I need to Google Prehistoric this. South African, or South American condors can be larger than humans. Okay, and some, some still live. Oh. They're, like, very, very <laughs> endangered. And seeing Is them this in, a Jacob pact? Possibly, Maybe. But, okay, we'll Google it later. Yeah, we'll fact check it after, but I'm yeah. confident that there are still giant South American condors still I know alive there today. are a lot of really big birds, so... Yeah, there's one, one, one there particular one, there's one, one particular on Sesame Street. <laughs> is that where you were yeah, going that's where <laughs> You probably would have done it better. Go ahead. No. <laughs> okay. Well, you can see yours again because I talked over you. No, it wasn't that funny. Anyway, yeah, so Sandhill Crane was the main theory... While they are not native to the area of Point Pleasant, apparently they could have migrated south from Canada. That's what people thought. Although it was rejected by a Mothman witness. No, by, sorry. It was rejected by Mothman witnesses who stated that they, what they saw looked nothing like a crane. So I don't know why they thought that bird in particular. I didn't really say. Mm. Uh, John Keel, the author, believed that the creature was genuine and suspected that a few of the cases involved people who were spooked by recent reports and saw owls flying along deserted roads at night. So maybe it was like some people actually saw something, but then other people just saw like actual animals and were like, oh, it's... Do owls have red eyes? Uh, Well, they probably have like glowing eyes. Like light reflective Yeah, like a cat. I guess. A flying cat. But even so, Mothman remains hard to easily dismiss. The case is filled with an impressive number of multiple witness sightings by individuals that were deemed reliable even by law enforcement officials. John Keel believes that Point Pleasant was a window area, a place that was marked by long periods of strange sightings, monster reports, and the coming and going of unusual persons. He states that it may be wrong to blame the collapse of the bridge on the local UFO sightings, but the intense activity in the area at the time does suggest some sort of connection. Others have pointed to another supernatural link to the strange happenings, blaming the events of the legendary cornstalk curse that was placed on Point Pleasant in 1770. <laughs> this is the least threatening curse sound I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, this is the first I had heard of the this. The cornstalk so... curse. <laughs> so I had to do a bit of digging. <laughs> May your corn be forever dry and withering. <laughs> okay, no. Cornstalk was a name of a Shawnee chieftain, so Native American, in the 1770s. He wasn't actually called Cornsock. That was just like the translation. Talk about bad luck for (laughs) your 
chief name. Yeah. It doesn't inspire confidence. Chief Cornstalk. <laughs> well, you know, corn is a very, like, it's a hearty, hearty. It's a hearty yeah. vegetable. I'll give it that. Yeah. But it just doesn't instill fear like or they respect. It could have been, like, carrot or some, like, wimpy vegetable. I don't know. <laughs> the carrot kernel. Yeah. The Broccoli Brigade. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I had to, like, research this, because this is the first I had heard of this. Apparently in the 1700s, white settlers came to this area near Point Pleasant, where there was a tribe of Shawnee Native Americans, and this... They introduced the dollar store? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) You said white settlers, so I was like, they they introduced a dollar store? (laughs) I don't get it. Never mind. Okay. Let's try again. (laughs) Okay. I'm just trying to be funny. Someone probably does. Some somebody is probably laughing. If anyone listens to this, <laughs> just try, just try it. Okay. Um, so this guy Cornstalk was taken hostage, um, and apparently he was like working with the settlers for a while. But then I guess some of the other people from his tribe tried to rescue him, and they got killed. And then they ended up executing Cornstalk. And as he was dying, he apparently pronounced a legendary curse. Which, which I kind of, like, cut out a lot of it, but the gist was... Or the main part of it was, quote, You have murdered by my side, my young son. For this, may the curse of the great spirit rest upon this land. May it be blighted by nature. May it even be blighted in its hopes. May the strength of its people be paralyzed by the stain of our blood. I, there's nothing particularly He came up with that there. on the spot? <laughs> yeah, no, right? He's like, like, dying, like, sh- chest... Just, like, improv curse powers. Like, <laughs> damn. Seriously. Bullet wounds in his chest. He's, like... More eloquent than I could hope to be on. Yeah. I'd just my be like, days. you, you <laughs> suck. God, <laughs> dies. He comes up with a tiny soliloquy and a curse all in one. Yeah, pretty, pretty. He sounds like a good, cool dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's nothing really in there that sounds like it. I don't know. I think that was just like a random explanation that someone thought of. I don't think there's yeah, it could much offer to it. Some explanation. Yeah. The fact that it wasn't prevalent for the 250 odd years leading up to that yeah it's true because i don't think i think that's like the main thing that's ever happened in point pleasant because now Mm. like mothman is this big like commercial thing for them like they have a huge statue of him this point doesn't sound that pleasant to me that's why i thought it was so funny (laughs) that it's called that (laughs) it's just like some nice irony there (laughs) uh but yeah so that's basically the story of mothman i don't really know what i actually think about it what do you mean? Well, I think I, like, I want to believe, but I don't know I if believe. I actually do. Like, the, th- the thing about how many witnesses there were, like, they clearly saw something. Yeah. And if they couldn't think of, like, an actual animal that fit the exact descriptions, I don't know. I should read the book that John Keel wrote, because there's probably more in it, and that would... Is it pretty much just a larger explanation of what you you just read? I think so. I think he probably has interviews with people that claim to see him. And also probably more stuff about the UFO sightings, which I'm... Mm. Well, I don't want to say I'm less interested in, but I don't really get the connection there. Like, maybe Mothman's an alien? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. If he left some crop circles. Yeah. That would have been cool. See, he could have done that. He could have made a crop circle of, like, a bridge and then... You know, that would have been more helpful. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so anyway, that is why I'm so interested in it. 
there's just a lot of like so you don't know weird... what you think about it but yeah. you're so interested yeah it's like ghosts where i don't know if i believe in them or not but, but i just this one like you do believe no that's what i'm saying i don't know I do if believe i do ghosts. i do believe in ghosts. <laughs> i just don't know it's been about half an hour so i, I had say, how long one podcast normally well i like mine like around an hour Okay. But since this is our first one, I did prepare one other short thing that I thought could be like a segment that we do every episode. Mm-hmm. So let's play a round of Would You Rather Spooky Edition. Better name pending. <laughs> I, I just Googled horror themed Would You Rathers, so I thought we could do like one on each episode and it'd be fun. <laughs> you would? Sure. Okay. I haven't I haven't pre read this yet, but would you rather play with a cursed Ouija board or spend a weekend in a haunted cabin in the woods? Definitely cabin in the woods. Cause Why? I grew up pretty much in the woods. But it's haunted. What makes it haunted? I don't know. It doesn't give details. Just... <laughs> just has a sign out front that says, warning, haunted, turn back? Yeah, probably. Yeah. There's some like doors that are closing, your keys went missing. I have to be alone. That's what I was going to say. It depends. I, I it doesn't specify. Someone, it'd be fine. I think I you could be myself. with people for either one. Or does a dog count? Because I think a dog. Uh, sure, you can bring a dog. Okay. I'll allow it. So you want to go to because horror movie rules dictate the dog will die before I do. So, <gasps> so you're bringing a dog as like a pig for no, something, basically. Not... <laughs> he will help, but in the event that something truly evil is there, he will be my <laughs> my warning <laughs> sign. I'm not bringing him as bait okay. or anything. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. But the rule of logic dictates. According to movies, uh-huh. which is not which are, logic. If it's in a movie, it's true. Don't you know that? Oh, yeah. 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 So. <laughs> so you're saying cabin in the woods, yeah. haunted. I don't know. I just don't dog. want to mess with spiritual cursed okay. Ouija boards. Yeah. Also in movies, that never works out. Yeah, I think I would say the same thing. Because like with a Ouija board, you're probably doing it in your own house. So it's mm-hmm. going to stay there. Whereas a haunted cabin, like you can escape. Ooh, hopefully. could you do the Ouija board in the haunted cabin? Maybe they'll do cancel each other out. Oh, Two yeah, maybe you'll make suck. cleansed. Yeah, like you'll suck in the ghosts that are in the cabin into the board or something. I don't think that's how they work, but... Or the demon will get summoned from the Ouija board and be like, Hey, I kind of like it here. Thanks yeah, for bringing maybe. me here. <laughs> we'll just have like a nice vacation together yeah. with the demon. <laughs> Go like pedal boating. No, no. that's what you do <laughs> cabins. <laughs> Did it specify by a lake? Uh, <laughs> said cabin in the woods. There's a picture. Oh, there's a lovely picture where it's like an axe murderer waiting by the door. No, he's just the... <laughs> you can't really see the scenery. He's just the but... house guest services. Maybe. But he's standing very ominously in shadow. Well, he's got so. a light behind he him. He just doesn't look like he's up to any... <gasps> it's the Mothman. He's by the porch light. <laughs> I'm making it Next full time. circle. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do another one? Because that was kind yeah, of short. Yeah, Okay. One. Do you want to read this one? A more thought-provoking. Sure. More thought-provoking than... You wake up and see a clown hovering over your bed. Would you rather see Pennywise from It or Twisty from American Horror Story? I don't know what Twisty looks like. Is there pictures? Yep, there's a picture. I guess that's from the circus It's that season. creepy one that we watched Ooh. that just is super creepy. Uh, okay, I'm trying not, to picture not it. Not playing like... down Pennywise, but... <laughs> no, Pennywise in the new one, like, there are parts of it where I was just laughing. Hey, Georgie! <laughs> hey, Georgie! The giant forehead and everything. Oh, no, I accidentally tapped it. Oh, now I can't see the picture anymore. Oh, come back, Twisty. Reload, reload. So I think I'd rather see Pennywise. 
Because also he's just like a supernatural thing, whereas Twisty's yeah. like an actual guy. I don't know if he killed people in the show or not. Yeah, Twisty actually actively murders people. He's probably based on a real thing, because a lot of things in American Horror Story are. Like, yeah. maybe who was the serial killer? Uh, was it Gacy that dressed up as a clown? What? <laughs> There's some serial killer that dressed up as a clown and... Ted Bundy? No, not him. <laughs> so it's probably based on him. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go Pennywise. But yeah, Pennywise in the movie... And in the book, as far as I'm aware... That we haven't read. <laughs> yeah. Is all he does is mostly, like, scare you. Yeah. And lure if you, you, if you let yourself be scared and lure, are lured down to his supposed lair, you're trapped there. Yeah. But if you just, you know, buckle down and have some balls and don't get scared, then you're fine. Yeah. And he only pops up every 27 years, so you got a True. nice buffer... Yeah, that's true. But then he would like make me visualize my greatest fears, which would be really spooky. So. Yeah. What is your greatest fear? Death. <laughs> <laughs> that's like my my real fear. But <laughs> my like fun fear is like the dark or like ghosts. Those guys like death is so like, to quote Game of Thrones, <laughs> death is so final. Like exactly. That's why it's scary. I know, but wouldn't you rather be like more afraid of like the pain leading up to the death? No, I'm scared of like. Like not existing anymore. That's why I want to be a robot. So, yeah, I can get that. But like, <laughs> but death can happen like anywhere. Like that's why it's scary. You could be walking You're down the street. Why it terrorizes me? A, like bolt from a high story building falls down in your head, yeah. killing you instantly, yeah. and you would never know. That's why I'm scared. But it's totally just... irrational to be afraid of that because then you wouldn't go outside or do anything ever. Okay, what's your greatest fear? Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? Because you don't want them to, like, lay eggs in your brain? Yes. Have you heard the horror stories of, like, <laughs> okay, actually, yeah, people who have, like, they go to Caribbean countries or something, and, like, a, a weird foreign fly lands and puts a maggot in their head, and it'll grow to term and live inside your head. Yeah, but... That it, happens. Does it actually, or is it just, like, it happened to a friend of a friend no, of mine? No, it happens. I saw it, I saw it on a documentary. <sighs> and spiders are creepier, crawlier, and they lay way more eggs... Well, do they lay more eggs than flies? Uh, I feel like flies probably lay more. Flies eggs. just lay Maybe eggs, more often. fly away, hence the name, and then <laughs> spiders just like carry them on their back, Ugh, which is sack, creepy. Because yeah. then, if you somehow manage to kill the spider without touching its sack, then the ones in the back are like, "I'm free!" <laughs> and they just all scurry towards you, and it's <laughs> even more frightening. Yeah, but spiders are like the good guys that eat the other bugs, so I'm chill with them. <laughs> That's what you could say about house centipedes, but those are still creepy as fuck. Yeah. They scurry around on a billion fucking legs. I don't know. And... As long as they're not, like, coming into my space, I'm okay with them. But that's the thing. They always come to your space because spiders seek inside. Always. I'm sure there's tons of spiders that we don't know about just because they're staying well, in their own Yeah, like the corner. trapdoor spider or, like, yeah. everything from Australia or... Uh, should yeah. we stop, stop talking about spiders? Are you feeling, like, itchy all over <laughs> That usually happens. No, I am. <laughs> okay. Wait, we didn't hear... Did you say who you would rather wake yeah, up seeing Yeah, I said Pennywise. Okay, yeah. Twisty is an actor murderer. Can we have, like, Tim Curry Pennywise? That would be great. <laughs> I'd prefer that. I'd prefer Tim Curry as a rooster from uh, Annie. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. You still haven't seen the original Annie? No, oh. I haven't seen any. Well, I saw, like, a bit of the... Uh, the new the remake, one. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to think of who the girl actress was, but no. I don't know. Okay, well, I guess that about wraps up today's episode 
of Wicked Creepy. So getting into a few plugs, I didn't tell you about this yet, but I set up a email. So if anyone actually listens to this and you want to send us some feedback or ideas for like topics to talk about on later episodes, or if you have any like personal spooky stories that you want to share, I would be very down to read those. So you can email us at wickedcreepypodcast at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Wicked Creepy Podcast, where we'll just probably like post when new episodes. We'll, are we'll out. send you random memes. Sure, yeah, that'll be Jacob's job. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all we got. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll maybe be back if I can rope Jacob into doing another episode. You won't one day. have to rope me into it. <gasps> Yay! It's just like we're talking. Yeah. See, which I, I like doing. Okay, thanks everyone for listening. I hope you learned about Mothman. See you next time on Wicked Creepy. Yeah! Bye. (laughs) See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya.